Yo, what's going on guys? Palmathon here and welcome to another episode of The Cypher. On today's episode, we had me, Ollie, and Joe alongside with our guest, Tracy K. Just a quick disclaimer, the audio in this episode isn't the best. However, the conversation we had is definitely worth the listen. So we hope you enjoy this episode and make sure to follow our Instagram at The Cypher Pod. Enjoy. You are listening to Spirit Live and we are The Cypher with Paul, Ollie, Joe, and Shiloh. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to The Cypher. The Cypher! Yo, and we have a very special guest. A very, very special guest. I say that every episode, but this one, this one is like very special. This is the most special yeah, guest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got Tracy K in the call today. I was I was about to say in the building, but call today. Got, got her in the call today. <laughs> yeah, how, how you doing, Tracy? Oh, how you been? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me here again. For sure. Yeah. Yo, again. And if, yeah. Yeah. Again and, for a second time. Yeah. Third. And if third. you guys don't know, third time. Third. True. Third time. Third time. No second. Mm-hmm. Second, yeah. No? yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I'm tripping, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you guys don't know, we originally had Tracy was our first guest that we ever had on to the podcast. So she's our yeah. very she's our, our original guest, if you want to say that. But how you been, Tracy? Everyone. I've been good. I've been good. How have you guys been? Yeah, been good. 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 Kind of hold down it down during quarantine and stuff so for the people who don't know you why don't you uh introduce yourself and tell them who you are and what you do okay so for people who don't know me um i consider myself an introverted musician i'm also a spoken word artist and a community activist and um yeah honestly i just like to write music and perform and just you know so yeah i don't know (laughs) I don't know how to describe myself, but that's pretty much it. Um, I make good music. <laughs> so. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. So, would you consider yourself a singer, poet, and rapper? Or yeah, I mean, all the above. Yeah, I think all the above. Before I wasn't like I can rap, but like I never would consider myself a rapper. But I'm like. I feel like I I consider myself a rapper now. Like, there's been a lot of songs that I've been featured on just solely as a rapper. So I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm a rapper mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, also a poet and a singer. So um, sometimes even with my music, I'll combine like all three, which is pretty dope. Yeah. So you think you think um you know like not categorizing yourself to one specific um like talent is definitely better because you know you can you can also rap, you can sing, you can. You can do so many more things, so you have more variety. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely a better thing, right? Yeah, and it also gives me a lot of more opportunities. Like, I was telling you guys, I'm a live performer, so sometimes people will call me to do all three. Sometimes people will only call me to do poetry or only call me to rap or only call me to sing. So I feel like it just gives me a very good, like, array of just options in regards to performances mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so how long have you been making music for? Making music seriously for the past, maybe since like 2018, 17, like taking it seriously. But um, 
in regards to just making music, I feel like since I was small, I would make up like these random songs about anything about losing my underwear or like just random <laughs> like literally like as a child like five or six but like that doesn't count i mean it counts but like you know what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> only Stop like my, my cousins would sing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so um as you said before like you're a live singer so with quarantine and covid going around how has that like affected you um it's definitely like affected me a lot like in the beginning a lot of my shows were canceled or like rescheduled until next mm -hmm. year or postponed mm -hmm. and things like that and like i remember like one of the gigs was like supposed to be my biggest paid like gig ever mm -hmm. and it got canceled no well it got postponed and then they did it kind of like online like half online or whatever for now yeah. but um so like i did lose out but at the same time i still feel like i gained because not everything was canceled and then everybody just moved on to zoom you know what i mean and then also as a performer and like as a spoken word artist as well i do a lot of like workshop facilitation so everything just kind of got moved on line obviously it's not the same and there's not as many opportunities but there's still a lot of opportunities that are out there but um in the beginning it was definitely interesting it still mm -hmm. is like i don't post online and now i have to if i want to continue to do this i have to establish an online presence and kind of connect with the audience virtually instead of in person mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah that's currently yeah. something i'm navigating through and what i'm preparing for and i plan to release more content and things like that yeah i think um me and ollie talked about this like when we had our own like one-on-one -on -one introduction episode mm -hmm. of like artists having to like step out of their comfort zone and actually use these online platforms like instagram live or youtube streaming or even zoom and just try and like continue that connection with their audience else like People are just going to be like, where are you? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sometimes um, some people think you're not doing anything. Like, I'm still performing online, but, like, sometimes mm -hmm. I don't, like, I'll post a flyer on my story, but I don't post, like, my actual performance because, like, I just did it in my room. So I don't know yeah. if I want to post that on my wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, it's, it's interesting. It definitely is. Like, I feel like you can also thrive. Like, I know so many dope artists, like, one of her names, she's a wicked rapper. You guys need to check her out. Her name is um, X Miranda. She's a rapper in Toronto. She's actually so dope. Female um, hip-hop artist. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to put you guys on to her. Anyway, <laughs> so, like, she used TikTok. And, like, she went on TikTok, like, every single day. Scheduled it. Like, she was doing that since March. Yo, TikTok made her blow up. Like, you, yeah. like, she literally, like, she was on the billboard downtown. She's on so many playlists. And I'm like, good for her. Like, she encourages me because I'm like, she's the definition of, okay, like, I'm going to move online now. I'm going to do it. And I'm just like, damn, girl, I don't know how you do it. But, like, it's like, if you want things done, you got to do it. And you got to be consistent. Yeah. And then you have to be consistent online. Yeah. I don't even like posting, yeah. period. Like, <laughs> so it's interesting. Mm, but yeah, for sure. Also, as an artist, I'm such a perfectionist. So I'm like, no, 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 I can't just mm. post anything. Or, like, you know, and you overthink and then you don't end up posting anything at all. So then it's like you're yeah, holding yeah. yourself back because you want everything mm -hmm. to be perfect. But sometimes even if it's not perfect to you, other people will love it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it's like that example happened when somebody reached out to me on one of the posts that I actually recently took down and archived. And they're like, the reason why I reached out to you was because of that post. And to me, I thought that post was like not top tier. So mm -hmm. I don't know if you know about Gary V, but, um, he talks about this idea of uh, documenting instead of creating. 
So instead of actually making something perfect and being like, here's my masterpiece, here it is, saying like, okay, this is me, this is a video of anything, like take it, like if you don't like it, that's fine. If you, if you do, like there's the, there's that connection, and I feel like even with like, like we're in lockdown and things aren't perfect, like people aren't able to get haircuts or anything like that, like this is like our actual real us, and I feel like um it's interesting you point out the idea of perfectionism. Cause um, cause that will hold you back, and um, I think it's just important to sort of just put out content, and uh, mm-hmm. it sort of reminded me of like I don't know if you saw that that TikTok of the dude on like a skateboard and drinking like cranberry juice. Yeah, do- I think yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, like that video was so like, like it wasn't like perfect in a sense, but um, it 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 made him viral, and he got a sponsorship with the uh, Oasis, and. Yeah. put him on like um i definitely think yeah they bought him a track yeah. oh yeah oh yeah yeah oh, dang. so yeah that just shows how important it is to get out get out content and just just put it out you know like even yeah. if it's not if it's not exactly. top tier no exactly and that's what i kind of like i guess like also this could also be like not just an african household but like i feel like the household i grew up in like you just have to be your best at all time like you like mm. it's just your best all the time and it's just like there's that standard of perfectionism 24 7 and nothing less than that so it's like now it's just like yeah just being transparent like you said i like that documenting instead of just like what was it creating instead of creating yeah Yeah, exactly so i'm like i like that because then you can just document what you do and like you said whoever messes with it messes with it but i'm like i think too much about what like that whole i think it's just caring too much about reaching perfectionism and so do you think um you know being on, under lockdown and covid do you think that's affected you in a positive way or a negative way in, in in terms of you know building yourself to um you know a bigger level and achieving your goals and stuff i think both because i think both but it could also be one way but it it's either both or it's good but maybe i'm just still in the process of discovering the good you know what i mean mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. obviously i lost out on money <laughs> So it's just like, mm. nobody wants to lose that on money. But then after, it's just like, maybe this was the shift that I needed to take building an online presence more seriously so that I can meet, reach more people everywhere. You know what I mean? And mm, yeah. it's also making me do further research on, okay, like studying my audience and like my mock-up target or audience. Sorry, I don't know the jargon, but like there's like some mock-up target audience thing that you have too. And figuring out okay what city specifically in this part of the world who listens to that so like now i'm doing all that research i'm collecting the data i'm figuring Mm -hmm. out who to even like pay marketing to things that i would have never thought of before because i'm like i'm good as a live performer you know what i mean people Mm -hmm. call me all the time through just my live performances and i'm good but now i'm just like okay well how do i reach somebody who's like halfway across the globe so i feel like Mm -hmm. stuff like and then also it's encouraging me to like just hurry up and release more content like just period you know what i mean (laughs) and um yeah so like in that way it's affected me in a positive way um but like also like i said just it's weird like you're not like when you go to a show you're connecting with people there you know and you just feel Mm -hmm. that energy so i I don't know i feel like both you know Mm -hmm. i don't know i hope i I answered your question because i'm like yeah yeah, you did discovering but yeah so in, in in within this um atmosphere of like changing and adapting is there any um artists that you kind of look up to that you kind of um model yourself after 
Um, I feel like everybody around me, like everybody who I'm like, all, like I said, even ex Miranda is one of them, like every local artist. And it's not just even in regards to music, but poet as well. I look up to all of them because I see how everyone's kind of like trying to adapt through this. And I'm like, everybody inspires me in their own way, whether it was like, I don't know, just through everything, like posting more consistently. And I'm just like, damn, I got to post more consistently. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just that reinforcement, yeah. that kind of content, like, okay, damn, like, okay, everybody's putting out content. I got to do that because I'm not performing. So mm. yeah, it's interesting. I feel like I look up to everybody. Like, and also it was very interesting, especially like in like March, April, when mm-hmm. like a lot of like, like the verses and like a lot of different like celebrities were like going on live more consistently. And like you would tune yeah. in every Tuesday or whatever day it was <laughs> at a certain time. So I'm like, yeah, it was good. Like, yeah, I need to do that. <laughs> that's, uh, that's interesting that you said that. Cause um, I don't know, like I like looking at patterns and seeing like how, you know how they say history repeats itself yes mm-hmm. um before we would watch tv and it'd be like at nine o'clock this show's gonna come on and you're gonna sit there and mm-hmm. watch it but then we switched over to streaming um now it's sort of like we're back to that like if if someone's doing an instagram live at this time we're like i gotta tune in and yeah yeah just an interesting point there literally also like another positive thing is like one of my friends she's always on this zoom call like always and like they have different, there's different types of people, whether it's musicians, just different artists or just different people through all walks of life. It doesn't even have to be any type of artistry. And like they go on like every, I think it's like Monday to, no, it's like Tuesdays and Thursdays. Then on Fridays, they do like a freestyle kind of thing. And it's just like, oh, wow, like every, she's there all the time, 24 yeah. seven, you can count her. And she doesn't pick up my call. I just go on the Zoom call and I'm like, hey, I called you. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's interesting how, like you said, history is repeating itself, like literally, okay, from 9 to 10 mm-hmm. or 9 to like 2 in the morning, this is where whatever will be at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like with um your your live performances over the internet, do you go to a certain place to perform? Or is it just within your um, room? So in the beginning, I feel like now it's both, but in the beginning it was a lot of... um literally just in my room then it was then it was like live shows but then after we seen that even going live kind of caused a lot of trouble so then what people started doing was pre-recorded live shows where the artists would go and pre-record their performances and then the person who's probably hosting it is actually live i think (laughs) but like yeah Mm -hmm. so um it's a bit of both to be honest like the last couple of shows i did were um at the actual venue only for the artists and like the people who are recording the video but um yeah that's pretty much it yeah okay cool and has that like has that going from your bedroom to other like live places changed how you perform your songs yeah i noticed i started getting lazy like not lazy but like i was sitting down like i would just sit down i'm like yo i'm chilling (laughs) (laughs) just enjoying like no you don't really have to like some people are not even wearing pants. Like, you know, you just kind of like, <laughs> pop up and you're good. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm like, I started getting lazy because, like I said, people who inspire me are, like, my other artist friends, Terrence Penny. There's a guy named Terrence Penny. He's another dope rapper. And um, basically, he, like, got some special microphone, lights up, just started jumping. Like, he's literally jumping left, right, like, a live. I'm like, wow, <laughs> this guy puts in work. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can't just sit down in my chair no more. So Mm. 
um it's pretty cute so like actually one of the live performances i did i did at my cousin's house and they have um so i ended up investing in one because of covid so it's like a mic and it comes with a speaker so i ended up investing mm-hmm. in one myself and sorry i keep looking there because it's like literally right over there but um oh. but when i performed at their house i used it and then after it was cute because they usually can't come to my shows because they live all the way out in Alliston. But since I was sleeping there, I made them a part of my performance. And like one of my little cousins, he's like, th- like four, and he started singing with me. So that's cute. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah. Yeah, and, and with the um, life of an artist, always adapting and always changing. Is there like a specific place, or what's the weirdest place you ever gotten inspiration for a song from? Oh, the weirdest place. Mm, I don't know if anywhere is weird. I don't think there's like a weird, like I get inspiration commuting while I'm walking in nature, watching a movie if the movie's sad. And then after they're playing the little instrumental and this like the outro, like the outro, but it's like an instrumental, I'll start singing and making up words based off of the movie, like the movie. Mm. Um, I don't know if I like, yeah, anything weird, but like, I think, yeah, those are like probably like, kind of dope mm-hmm. things like honestly i just get inspiration off in the shower like just anywhere nothing in like yeah, yeah. literally i'll be walking i'll just hear something in my head mm-hmm. at church i'll be sitting there the preacher's <laughs> preaching i'm not even paying attention because i heard something <laughs> in my head now i'm like yeah, i'm gonna have to record it i'll bring up my phone real close to my mouth and start humming loud <laughs> enough for me to be able to hear the melody um sure. just literally anywhere yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um, in terms of artists that you're listening to right now, um, like, who, like, who are your, like, give me, like, give me, like, a top three artists that you kind of listen to and, you know, some of the artists you find motivation from and inspiration from. Oh, that's hard, because I feel like I don't really listen to any new artists. I feel like it's just mostly old artists and then local artists. Mm-hmm. So, like, X Miranda, Burrelson, Terrence Penny, Lord Badu. Like, there's just so many, so many artists, K Jenny, like, there's so many artists that I'm not even, meant, like, just a lot of local artists. That's honestly the only thing I do. I listen to local artists. K Jenny has this one song that's been stuck in my head. It's like this kind of soca, Afro soca kind of vibe. Like, it's just been stuck in my I just get it from, like, yeah, I look up to all of them, honestly. They, during this COVID season, it's been tough. So, you know, you're just listening yeah. to different types of music. Also, like, UK Grime. I love UK Grime. I don't mm. have any specific artists, but, like, I just listen to whatever I like. Afrobeat, like anything that just makes you feel good, you know what I mean? Mm. But also, yeah. sometimes when I feel bad, I love listening to depressing music. So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd rather yeah. soak in my sorrows. No, but any artist in particular, like, honestly, just look the local artists that I mentioned. Um, <clears throat> there's even Tizzy Stacks, that's another local artist. Um, I, I started listening to recently to my because my brother um, plays him. So, yeah um yeah i don't know like yeah just yeah. mostly local artists no nobody like i try to just like yeah but in regards to like actual artists that we might all know it's the same like people from before that probably are not really like lauren hill just on mm-hmm. repeat like you know the normal <laughs> the regular tupac <laughs> like whatever it is i also like um kendrick like i don't know like that type of vibe yeah so, like, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> But, um, yeah. Has the uh, has the songwriting process changed because of COVID, or is it? Uh... I don't know. Like I feel like, for me personally, I haven't been because I've been focused on doing like the because like as a solo artist, I'm signed. 
you also have to do like the admin work and all that type of things as well. So I feel like I've been Mm -hmm. solely focused on that, that like, not that I've lost my creativity, but I put it on the pause. Um, and then COVID definitely didn't help because I'm just probably just sitting in my room miserable. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, um, I don't think it changed. I just think, yeah, I think like my mind's just like not there. Not there, yeah. But like sometimes yeah. it is. Like I can't control it. Like sometimes it is. Mm-hmm. Before I would force myself to write, but then now, like I said, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I feel yeah. like sometimes as like writers, you get in this funk where you don't write for a bit. And then after you get out of that funk, you're just writing, writing, writing nonstop. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. You, men- yeah, you mentioned, um, oh, uh, sorry, just give me a second. You mentioned uh, like in the past, like during this lockdown, when there's like a big movement on like Black Lives Matter and like uh, light be- be- um, being brought up to these issues. Um, as an artist, like, what's, what do you, what do you think is your role as a musician to, like, sort of help out with these issues and stuff like that? Yeah, I feel like, for me personally, just knowing what you can do, do whatever you can do, you know what I mean? I feel like sometimes Mm -hmm. society tries to define what roles people should play, just because, like, oh, you're a musician, you play this role, but I'm just like, society doesn't Mm -hmm. even know what people are doing, like, they're not posting you know what I mean like I had spoke I had a conversation with another artist who's really good Um, I won't mention his name because just because of the story but basically Mm. I think somebody even reached out to them and they're like why aren't you saying or doing anything meanwhile they've been donating they've been like they've been hosting um like events within the black community giving Mm. people jobs and things like that so it's just like this is nothing new you know what I mean so um going back to your question what was your question again sorry Oh, I was just going to say, like, um, what do you oh, like, feel well, is my your role? role. Yeah, 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 so, like, my role is just, my role is, number one, knowing what you can also handle mentally, because a lot of this stuff yeah. is draining, and you need to, like, check your mental health. So, for some people, it's literally posting to raise awareness, because their list or whatever that they might have, like, they might have somebody who's able to donate, and they might mm-hmm. not have the money, so them posting is still going to help, because they now posted it to whatever, 100 people on their list, and now yeah. two people out of that list can donate $100 towards whatever causes need to have it. For some mm-hmm. people, it's actually going down there and protesting, because they yeah. can, you know what I mean? For other people, um, they might have more power um, in regards to, like, legislation and things like that. They might be a lawyer. They can help people take pro bono mm-hmm. cases and things like that for other people their community workers like we can all play different roles it's just a matter of like knowing what you can do and yeah for mine specifically like it was like it was like through workshop facilitation also in my music i talk about things like yeah. that or in my poetry um challenge challenging us to have these conversations because a lot of people think oh this stuff doesn't i remember even before like um this was i guess popularized right now um what's it called someone's like, oh, why are you always talking about, like, just, like, racial injustices and equity and um, colorism? And I'm like, because it's always happening, you know what I mean? And, but sometimes we forget because it's not on the media and it's not on the forefront. And so, like, has that um, lifestyle of being an artist changed your own life, lifestyle at all? Um, no. Well, okay, yes and no, because um, I feel like because well before as a like when i was making um more money from live performances like i said i was performing one to two times a week it 
I would make sure that um, in regards to like my work, the job that I currently have, like I kept it because it made sense. Like I, it was more flexible. I could work from home even before COVID. You know what I mean? Now it's just like, if I don't need to be home on weekends or need my evenings free or if things might be a little bit different, um, I felt like I didn't want to leave that job because it helped me balance my like, you know, live performance kind of career. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like I can be more flexible in regards to the job I choose because a lot of jobs are allowing you to work from home. So yeah. I've been looking for yeah. like different jobs. I feel like now I can leave at least temporarily. <laughs> but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. As a live performer, though, it hasn't affected it. I think it's improved it. It's given me a lot of more opportunities. Like my resume is stacked in regards to like, now I can say I've worked with certain people or organizations or like city council and random universities or colleges just because like uh they invited me to come and speak or perform give like a i don't know like speak like do a spoken word performance or singing so i feel like it's expanded my resume it's expanded my skill set i've had to take on a lot Mm -hmm. of business skill sets that i didn't have before because you know they don't just teach this to us in high school for whatever reason like so now i'm like learning the basics because i studied um behavior analysis and psychology so now I'm like learning the basics in regards to like business. And I even took some like programs. I took a lot of like, they have like a lot of youth programs for us, like youth um, from like, I think 15 to 29 or something. There's a lot of youth like biz start. There's a lot of different programs, which we can all take literally right now. And mm-hmm. we can get free resources and stuff like that. So it's encouraged me to take those type um, to get access to those resources so that I can kind of like help myself in regards to navigating through this business. But those are also really good, like life skills to have. Um, so I can see that there's definitely a lot of, you know, like positive kind of reinforcements that you kind of took throughout this, um, you know, this shitty time. But um, for, I just want to know the bad side, if there is a bad side, because for me, I'm, I'm a videographer. So, you know, I need to, you know, meet with my clients. I need to film them. I need to be in person in person and get that work done. But because of COVID, when I first hit, I wasn't able to do any of that because, you know, of the restrictions and stuff. So, um, you know, I had to resort to doing something else, like, temporarily, like, now, like, or not now, like, before, like, in, like, August and September, when I kind of, when the restrictions kind of freed up, I was able to meet with my clients again and kind of begin my work again. But when it first hit, I was, de- I had to resort to a different option because I wasn't getting the, you know, the income I wanted. So, I, I just yeah. want to know if when COVID first hit, like, did any of the thoughts of, like, you know, like, um, like, shit, I gotta go, you know, f- I gotta go do something else, maybe, like, do I need to find a different option, you know, for my financial status and stuff, like, did any of that kind of stuff run through your head? Because I know, like, you found a lot of benefits and good stuff from this time, but I just want to know if there's any, you know, like, bad thoughts yeah. that kind of ran through your head. No, yeah, definitely. There was a huge, like, I was performing very frequently, a huge, like, weddings, um, showcases, like, just random speak, like, I, there was a huge hit. And then I like, cause I still work, um, what's it called? Cause, um, I still work like in my field, but then I was like the money that I made from music would always go back into reinvesting in that. So, and because that was good enough for me, um, it, it just like, I was like, okay, what am I going to do in this? So something that I read, um, that I was uh, told before was like, okay, like what are ways artists make money, you know, live performances, merch and stuff like that. I was, I always knew I was going to do merch, but now I'm like, okay, let me revisit merch. You know what I mean? And then figure out how to like 
find another way of income and then also figuring out how to promote myself in regards to like more in regards to features because features mm-hmm. can still kind of happen and then that's when um thankfully already from before COVID hit I was already building my at-home studio and then mm-hmm. one of my friends when COVID hit I didn't get to buy my mic and I didn't like everything was closed so then one of my friends allowed me to borrow his mic which allowed me to still do features, thankfully. And I still have his mic right now because like, he doesn't need it. Um, mm-hmm. But like now that I can like actually go by my own. But um, yeah, like there was a huge hit. Like it was like, even now I'm just like, damn, like I'm not making what I was making before. Like the amount of money I was supposed to make um, this year, I'm nowhere close to that. Like significant mm-hmm. loss. And like, I can't even calculate everything that I would have made because like you said, you're a videographer. People just call you randomly. Like there's the things that you know, like you know certain seasons you get more gigs or whatever, but like you can't determine everything. Like you just know that, what's what's it called? Let's say, I know that July, August shouldn't be as dry as it was because that's summertime. There's beer festivals. Like, yeah, I'm still performing here and there, but like, yeah. And then even considering like, oh, if I wanted to do a show again this year, but I'm like, even like, I don't want to do an online show to be honest, because mm. I feel like, yeah, people would tune in, but I know like my market and like my target audience. And I feel like my target audience would benefit more from like in person. And yeah, people would mm. like show up, but I don't think it would be as much. And I just don't want to do an online performance. So yeah, I felt like, and I still do feel like, you know, there was a significant loss because I mean, <laughs> what can you really do you know what I mean can't replace yeah. that but yeah trying to find new ways like I'm revisiting merch like I think the other day I seen somebody post something another artist like she's from the states and I was like damn I'm, I've spoken to her before and she's just she's been pushing her merch and I'm like damn like I need to figure out what my merch is like after I release like more content because you know you want to do it when you release stuff because that's when you have more traction then I'm like okay mm. guys here boom like you know what I mean this is this t-shirt or whatever it is so yeah, there was definitely a big loss though, a big loss. Like I was telling them earlier, I was like one of the highest paying gigs that I was supposed to get paid for, like it got postponed, you know what I mean? And this would have been like the most I got paid at a gig, a gig. And then thankfully another opportunity came or like certain opportunities didn't have to be canceled, but those were because it was also like workshop facilitation and things like that. But in regards yeah. to performances, it's just not as much. Yeah. So, like, at, at this point, uh, going through those experiences, are there any goals that you have for yourself that you want want to achieve before the end of the year? Yeah. Um. It's just now with COVID and not really understanding where we potentially, like, we might still be social distancing next year. Like, and especially, like, yeah. they said, like, shows and, like, um, live shows and all that type of thing, those are the last things to come. And yeah. that like that might not even be until next year, This like until this time next year or even maybe further because it really depends. We literally went back to lockdown like just a couple of days ago and like yeah. they shut everything yeah. back down in regards to like the restaurant. So like, I don't know. So like now for these next couple of months, I have to revisit like my goals that I have. I have a book with my goals and what I wanted for like last year, this year. And I need to start revamping it, like, right now so that by, like, the beginning of December, I know what I'm putting, like, I have to make an action plan and what I'm revamping. I don't know. I have to revisit it. I have to change it up. I know I have to be more active online. So, and because I know I hate being online, it's, like, making um, an action plan, but, like, a target goal for, like, maybe a schedule of, like, when to post, what to post. And like mm-hmm. making it literally detailed because I hate posting. So it's literally going to have to be like a task analysis. 
um, and maybe just trying <laughs> to figure out other ways to engage, but also what ways to like make money for music. You know what I mean? So like through yeah. merch and what other ways besides like performing on live on Zoom. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so like at this point in your career, do you think you found your sound as an artist or do you think you still continually uh, adapting and evolving, especially during these times? I feel like, what is sound? Like, what is your sound? Mm. No, I mean, like, I'm not even, it's like, it's it's just like, yeah, it's not even something to be answered, because, like, Mm. my, okay, especially because, like, we're here in Toronto, and I always say this, we're very diverse, and we have so many different cultures influencing us, you know what I mean, as we grew up, you know what I mean, and born in Toronto, came from a Ghanaian, West African background, so, like, my culture is my culture is literally involved with like hip hop, R and B, but my culture is also like a little bit of Afro undertones. You know what I mean? So what is my sound? My sound is literally people say you can't have everything, but my sound is literally it depends on my mood. If I want to be in the mood to make like a Afro R and B track or Afro beat song, I'll be on an Afro beat. There are songs that I have Afro beat songs with other artists like Success and Kwame Vista, like mm-hmm. Afro beat Afro beat songs, and people are like, "Wow, Tracy, that's you." It's not, like, for me, for me, but, like, if I'm in the mood, I can do it. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. But I guess, like, my sound sound is more, like, soul R&B, like, just conscious kind of, like, songs that either make you feel really, really sad and get you in that mood or, like, just make you think. I don't know. Or make you happy and in love. I don't know. True. I feel like yeah. I draw out the emotions out of people. But um, it's mostly R&B, hip-hop, but, like, also with a lot of Afro undertones, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. Hopefully that helps. But I mean, like, yeah, I feel like I come from a variety of different cultures. So sometimes they just, it's like a nice, beautiful blend, you know? Yeah. I'm um, speaking about your sound. Uh, last year around this time, um, all, all, all four of us, including Shawa, because she's not here today, um, all four of us, you know, we attended your event last year. Uh, we got to hear your single. And we got yeah. to hear a reggae version of your single. Yes. And that was super far. Um, I just I wanted to know just out of yeah. curiosity, will you, will you ever release that separately, or is that gonna be um just the yeah? One so I was supposed to literally because of COVID, I was supposed to um record a live version with the band um in like like right when COVID hit, like around April. No, I think it was supposed to be like April. So then after oh, there's been a whole lot of change because I was working with somebody at the time, so management <laughs> changed and literally all of that there that's been a whole process on its own in regards to like what I own and what I don't own and stuff like that but like mm-hmm. I own it but like yeah so like I don't mind like releasing it on it because basically I'm gonna work on something else to release first and then after I release that then I can release the reggae version but before it was supposed to be recorded in April such a fire song i just wanted to let you know yeah <laughs> and now that you said it i'm like oh, i should probably release that reggae version before i release any other music so now that you mm-hmm. said that okay so should it be live or should it be like a soundtrack that's a good question both yeah yeah why not both like, okay but wait but which one first because you know the fun um, <laughs> i would probably. say um probably a recorded yeah. recorded like a soundtrack? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I can, I'll do that. Damn. I should have started working, started working on that from before. But yeah. Okay. So I have to look for somebody. But yeah. Okay. I'm going to release it. Yeah. So let's go. Looking forward to it first. 
yeah. <laughs> literally, yeah, literally. But yeah, like even like I don't do like like it has to be like yeah, like reggae like that, like a soft kind of you know. So like it's like a like a wide range of um, like kind of, I guess a, a wide range of different genres and sounds that come together to define what you. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of like Afrofuturism, like you know how people just mm, like it's okay. just literally like pop in itself isn't even pop. Pop is like a blend. It's like a fusion. Like all of this is really a fusion. Mm-hmm. To me, yeah. pop sometimes sounds like literally Afrobeats just using different types of instruments. Like you're using mm-hmm. like I don't know what those instruments are called. I don't know the jargon if it's like house type instruments, but like you're not using like afrobeat sounding instruments and like maybe like the a little things might be off but sometimes i'm like yo if you would have just switched the drums and switch maybe just a one two thing like it just sounds like this or it's like a fusion of this so mm-hmm. yeah yeah i also want to talk about something else um you mentioned like um your sound is very con- conscious and um i would agree with that like when you said that i would definitely mm-hmm. agree with that yeah. and i know like hearing you live and um even hearing your songs, like, it does draw emotions from me. Like, I actually do feel emotions. And I was just thinking about that performance you did with, um, I can't remember which other two artists, but it had, like, the violins in it. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, I, I love I loved that. Um, yeah. I, I kept, like, listening to it over and over and over again, like, including, like, the other two artists, even you, like, yeah. like, when you came in with, like, with your verse and everything, like, um, if you don't mind like talking talking about that performance and how that was and, and that was yeah. actually a dope remember so i don't know if this was off the camera or on the camera but when i was like how um the perfectionism thing like mm-hmm. and how there was um somebody who reached out to me i was like oh i picked you because of this song like that freestyle that i did it was patrick mm-hmm. debellum he later so he's the one who put it together with like the Gibson house and everything like that. Yeah. And um, he was just like, it was because of that freestyle that he called me yeah. to do that. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, okay, pressure. Because he like, he wanted something <laughs> similar or like that type of concept, that theme. Mm-hmm. And then I honestly thought it was, let's say a month or two away. And then one time, like I told you, I find inspiration randomly. One time I was supposed to meet up with my cousin and she was taking long. So I was sitting in the car waiting and then I just started writing. And so I just kept writing. And then after literally he messages me like the next day, he's like, don't forget it's this like Friday or Saturday that recording. And I'm like, damn, I have to, I'm like, I don't even have anything. So I'm like, let me just memorize literally what I wrote, finish and memorize what I started writing yesterday. And then um, honestly, it was dope. Like those two artists are so good. Like it was crazy. Like they're so good. The Everybody was just, the vibes were good. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, it was good. I liked it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I feel like that in itself, like, yeah, I like that video. <laughs> yeah, I do too, yeah. <laughs> See, I feel like guys, I need to have yeah. two different names. No, I was going to say, you, can, you, can fi- you guys can find it on uh, your Instagram, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, and it's on like, YouTube, yeah, too. If you type in, like, yeah. the Gibson House Cipher, you can find it on YouTube. But, oh, my God, I feel like I have two different personalities or personas. Like, I have Tracy, who's, like, soft, and she sings. <laughs> then I have, like... I don't know who that is. Okay. I want to. Like, okay. I want to have a separate name. Okay. okay or like, I yeah, know. I want to have a different. So like, my acronyms for like my name is like Take O, 
So I'm like, maybe call my rap name Takeo. But then it's like, I'd have to literally create two different, like, it's gonna be too confusing. Mm-hmm. But like, literally, yeah. I want Tracy featuring Takeo or Takeo featuring Tracy because sometimes no. I just don't feel like Tracy. Like, it's just somebody That'd be else. cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of like um, uh, Donald uh, Glover type thing. Childish Gambino. Oh, wait, so he does that. So, okay, explain well, it. Please I mean, break he, it down for me. Yeah, like, like, like with him, he doesn't, Don Glover is like his actor version and then his like music mm. part is like Charles Gambino. So he has like two different entities. So like people yeah. Yeah. don't necessarily combine the two because he's more, he's known more uh, as a, act, a comedy, comedy actor and he wanted to be mm. taken seriously as a genuine rapper and all that. A lot of a lot of artists do that, yeah. Um, there's Eminem and Slim Shady, like have alternate personas. Sure. Um, yeah. Logic and Young that. Sinatra, like yeah. It's always interesting to hear an artist go like two sides or even sometimes three sides and be like, oh, they have such a a vast like variety of styles and yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially because my rap is very like raw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it definitely is. <laughs> Sometimes I go to shows and I'm just like what I am right now, just quiet. And like, I'm an introvert. So sometimes I'm not really the first one. I'm kind of like both now. I forgot an ambivert. That's both now, right? I think that's both. Like when you have a little bit of both. Mm. And um, so I'm both now, but um, I'm very quiet and I'm just to myself. So sometimes they'll be like, it's okay. You don't have to be shy. They'll kind of give me, I'm like, oh, it's okay. I'm not shy. I'm just quiet. <laughs> then I go on stage and rap and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Like, okay, didn't know that was you. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we also have some like fan questions as well from a few people. Okay, let's get so, it. So, if you guys want to know, we got some like the day before we do any an episode, we basically release a poll on our Instagram and try to get fans and other people on to be involved in the podcast a little bit, you know. So the first okay. one is from Olavi. How do you stay motivated during the years before one may blow up? Um, hmm. I don't know. I feel like you just got to do it because you also love it. I don't know. I haven't blown up yet, so <laughs> I'm just in that process. But, like, I don't know. You have to do it because you love it, too, because, um, like, yeah, I don't know. If you're not doing it because you love it, I don't know. I feel like it might be a whole different kind of category, but, like, just yeah. kind of like what we're talking about no, documenting. No, just do it you know what i mean and mm-hmm. i yeah. feel like everybody has their target audience like everybody has like you know their target audience and stuff like that so like it's just about properly promoting yourself and that's why i'm looking more into like research i'm researching in regards to marketing you know what i mean because taking use of like instagram youtube ads google ads and things like that yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm staying sane. Also, when you surround yourself with a lot of positive people, community members, like, I'm always around a bunch of other artists. And even when I'm not because of Corona, there's still at least one other artist that I can talk to. And then we'll kind of vent and then kind of get each other back on track. So it's really mm-hmm. who you're surrounded by. It's that mindset. And even when you're not up to par and you're not thinking a certain way, if you're surrounded by people who are always encouraging you to just kind of like achieve what your goals are, you'll be good. And then we also have one from Karen London. When is she releasing an album? I'm releasing an EP first. And um, next year, next year. And I've been trying to figure out, because my sound, see how we're talking about my sound before? My sound is very diverse. 
And with an EP, I have to be very particular about what I release on the EP first, because the EP is not like a full-length album, and it still has to be cohesive. So with an EP, I'm like, damn, like, I can't, like, have one really lovey, lovey, dovey track and then one, like, really grimy rap song. (laughs) So I'm just like, I don't know what to put on. I feel like I need to have a listening party, and then y'all help me decide what needs to be on it for sure and then that i've been having trouble and then the next question from her is when is she dropping your video sooner than you guys may think (laughs) (laughs) very soon very soon very soon so if you guys don't have any more questions we can move on to the cypher i have one one fan question because i'm also a fan of you um do you think do you think anybody can get into singing yes I say that because you don't need to be the best singer. Like, as long as you can, okay, as long as you learn how to just stay on pitch and then there's, like, auto-tune, monotone or whatever, you can, like, it's just about the beat and pretty much how, like, you put some swag onto the beat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't need to be the best singer. Like, maybe not live. You might not be able to perform live unless you have, like, those instruments, Um, like, uh, kind of like the engineer who's helping you in the process to kind of, like, mask your voice but like you can record a lot of bangers because i mean we've heard it like i'm pretty sure we've all heard songs that like they might not have the best singers like they couldn't go head to head with like whitney houston or anybody that was like great but like they're they're still really good you know what i mean their music sounds great it's their personality or they can dance too like you don't have to be the best singer so like yeah i think so yeah it just your music has to sound good as long as you have a, uh, an audience i feel like yeah. and they're willing to support you then yeah. yeah and now we'll move on to cypher yo so thanks to north king q we have a few we have two beats for you tracy thanks to quinn you've been providing us with the beats yeah. so for you and if, for anyone who's listening to this right now you can if you find a beat that you like, you can buy it off from North Cam Q on Instagram. So how how you feeling about a few stuff today? Okay, is it gonna work? Cause is it gonna lag? <laughs> um, we tested it and the audio we, we was okay. It. Yeah. Okay. All right, but I'm so not a freestyler. I told yeah. you guys. That's why that's why I don't like calling myself a rapper. Cause I don't freestyle. I feel like rappers need to know how to freestyle. <laughs> I don't know how to freestyle. Like I know how to freestyle mm-hmm. like in my only lonesome head in my like in my head but here is i think this one is the rap beat i think i take it back i'm not a rapper (laughs) (laughs) you can tell me if you need it a bit louder or a bit softer Okay, I think it's loud enough. Okay. 
be a red. singing to rapping and singing and rapping just makes you so much more like above every other people just it's yeah, crazy like, you're super talented yeah the jelly yeah, that you have as a artist was really well well done thank you guys i appreciate it and we are finally at the end of our episode with chase uk our original guest and i think i think now that'll be the title <laughs> whenever you come on to the podcast now <laughs> but you want to thank you again, Tracy, for coming on. You want to thank, thank you. everyone who's listening. And before you go, is there anything that you would like to say to the GTA, to Toronto, your city? Take care of yourself, your mental health, support local artists, drink water. I don't know. <laughs> Better yourself. Water. Financial literacy yeah. is key. Financial literacy. Mm-hmm. Listen, you better figure out your ish and just get it together. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. no, um, yeah, support local artists. There's so many talented people in Toronto. It's so crazy. But yeah, um, I don't know. Just take care of your mental health. Drink water. For sure. And we got Tracy K merch coming on the way too, right? <laughs> and we got Tracy yes, K merch, merch coming, coming on, the on the way. Merch is coming on the way. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. we want to thank you guys again for coming on to the next to new episode of the Cypher. We're back. You know, we're back with the podcast. We're back on Spotify. You can find us on the Cypher Pod on Instagram. You can also find us our different links within that. And we'll catch you on the next episode of the podcast. Peace. 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 Peace.